You're listening to Two Beers Until Phrenesis, a podcast where we discuss the ideas of philosophy, ethics, religion, history, and culture. Alongside regular guests and friends, we discuss some of life's big questions over a few beers. Enjoy. All right, nice. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, okay. Uh, we should probably just start by saying that making and showing movies is harder than ever in the current climate. Mm-hmm. And I think with COVID and everything, uh, a lot of changes have been accelerated. I mm-hmm. guess we're going to talk mostly about like streaming mm-hmm. becoming like the big thing and the whole, like you said, the high street cinema just completely collapsing. Yeah. You love cinema, don't you? Yeah. Well, there's that whole thing, um, go back to the whole COVID thing. I think the reason everyone's switching to streaming and series is because they're on such a small scale, a series. Like you can, you can film an episode of a series much quicker than you can film a movie, obviously. So there was that whole thing about Tom Cruise when he was filming the new Mission Impossible. Did you see this thing? No. He was like kicking off at all the staff. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. And, the, you know, a film, a film is like multiple months of shooting. Whereas yeah. like right, an episode yeah. of Sex Education, they can shoot in like a week. Yeah. So, you know, you're less likely to have like team members like give in to not washing their hands and stuff. You yeah, know, Tom yeah. Cruise is kicking off because the two people like hugged. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to see it again. They've, they've been like filming this film for like five months. Yeah. And then they, they hug and he's like, how fucking dare you? Yeah. So, you know. I love, I love that video. I'm going to put that in the in Can I notes. swear on this? Yeah, of course you can fucking All right, swear. All right, cool. All right. Fucking Spotify's hell. not going to have a go. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Um, I, don't, I don't mind if it, it's... because we're yeah. British and yeah. we, we get rid of the G at the end. <laughs> <laughs> unless we're really posh yeah but but generally you you like the cinema then so um, yeah yeah i'm a, i'm a big fan of all of it like the ads and everything as well yeah i know like literally yeah. sitting in the cinema in the dark with surround sound that you're never going to be able to replicate at home is just like the best experience ever. you don't think a home cinema sort of replicates it well i've got that and no i don't no <laughs> i remember my dad got surround sound when we were little and uh yeah it's well, I, I don't know. I mean, I live in a flat, so I can't have mine. I can't have mine at fucking ungodly decibels. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Sometimes I think it's too loud, but then there are like lots of loud cunts in the cinema. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, actually, yeah. you need to be drowned out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I fucking hate it. I, I, I open my crisps when there's like a loud, when there's an explosion. I'm like, yeah. oh, here, here, comes, here comes an explosion. <laughs> Just yeah. open it up at that or point. Or a, a can, of, can of Coke or something. Yeah, and the snacks you've 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 supposedly had to sneak in. You don't have to sneak in anything. You can walk in with whatever you want. Yeah, and like I remember being a kid, and you had to you had to walk in. You had to. My grandparents were like, oh, "Stick this under your coat." Yeah. <laughs> it's like I've become your mule. Yeah, stick, <laughs> stick your pick and mix there. Yeah, yeah. but um, no, I love going. I like I think the cinemas. I, I hate the fact that it's like I don't know. It's not dying, but it will definitely eventually die. Well. Um, I got some interesting, juicy numbers. Go on then. If you like numbers, yes, I love numbers. Uh, They're so, so juicy, <laughs> juicy, interesting numbers. Uh, so Disney owns a third of the US and Canadian market share of cinema. That's not a surprise, uh, and that's twice as big as anything else. Like the next biggest thing. Who's the next biggest? Do you know? Uh, probably Universal. I don't know actually. I was about to say because Sony. Yeah, so maybe Sony. Um, but its takings are dropped by 82% during the pandemic. Mm. Um, and AMC, which is the largest cinema chain in the world, um, 
two thirds of its venues are open at the moment, or at least they were open in December when I looked. Um, but attendance is 92% down. Mm. So basically they're shitting out money at, at, at this point and uh, they're all in debt anyway. Ticket prices are going up and they're, yeah. they're stuck in a loop as it is. Well, they're in debt. They probably just refuse to pay their fucking debt. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> probably fucking writing high. Um, but yeah, so they, they've, they've pushed back loads of shit and they put things like Mulan on, I guess, what's it called? Like on Demand? It's yeah. Like the, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, paid, paid, paid on demand TV. It's like 30 quid to watch it. Yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. It's fucking, it's a yeah. shite as well. But they lost money. <laughs> they lost money on that. Yeah, not surprised. Um, uh, not surprised. Apparently. Like this is what, this is what like kind of yeah, outside I, well, I, perspective. That, there was that whole fiasco, like when they were filming it as well mm. in China and like they were filming it next to like, well, I don't want to go off, off, yeah. off subjects, but... <laughs> no, it was... It was yeah, it wasn't great. There's um, lots of contributions to why that film did bad. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, the main thing is it's shit. Yes, but, it's a bad film. Uh, don't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to get anything sent to us by Disney. I don't know, though. I, I, I think that a lot of... A lot of that... Um, it, it's been accelerated, but it was happening anyway, can, I guess. It can go one of two ways. Like, you can either have a massive success in streaming or just like you can you're gonna have it on this is like I, I don't know there's loads of like straight to streaming films that have done really well like uh love and monsters which is now actually coming to netflix in the ne- in the coming month that did really well it was on hulu first but then you know you've got you've got these these films that go that like oh their their cop out is to just oh the cinemas are closed let's just put it on streaming like onward for disney as well that did really bad um I heard of it yeah it was, a, it was a animation chris pratt tom holland and it was like if fairy tale creatures discovered electricity and they didn't use magic anymore, basically. But it was, yeah, it doesn't it, like when I explain it, it makes fuck all sense. I yeah. found it a really good film, but it was really unsuccessful because they put all this marketing into the cinemas. Mm. And they had all these posters and stuff, and all and again all these toys because Disney are known for an ungodly amount of toys that time of their films, which yeah. is another reason why I think their their lost profit is supposedly down. Um, mm. Yeah, and then and then you've got Love and Monsters, which gets picked up by multiple streaming sites because it does really well. And you're like, I don't know. I think when it comes to streaming, the, f- the films that have just come out of nowhere, they 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 write that they've done well because you know they've done better than they expected. Right. Yeah, I, I get what you mean. I think I think one thing that's weird is like Netflix is was was probably the main one until recently, mm. and they've only really started making original content in the last last five five maybe yeah. between five and ten years i remember was that there was that thing with um benedict wong where he played like genghis khan or something or <laughs> kublai khan have you seen that no it's all right it's <laughs> just it's just like a I, w- historical drama i remember netflix in the early days because i had it what as a dvd rental <laughs> no well not that early yeah not that, not early. that early but literally i remember getting like a free trial for it Mm. And it was just really old seasons and stuff. I think that what Netflix is now, today, is like a thing to behold. Yeah, well... I don't have Netflix. You don't? No. No, I, I just cancelled it, um, but I, I had it for a very long time. Um, I cancelled it because I have Disney. Yeah. And I can't really have... I can't really justify paying for like two streaming services because no. I barely well, watched I've, the one. I've got none. So... Fair enough. I'm like what I'm hoping we could talk about later is piracy, but <laughs> and the lovely the lovely opportunities it brings. But <laughs> um, um, I think 
at first there was this excitement because Hollywood, uh, by which I mean like the all the moving parts of the, mm. the industry, yeah. uh, is basically all in service of like five big companies. Yeah. Universal, yeah. Fox, um, Sony and, and Once like, Upon a Time Weinstein Company. Yeah. And and then like all the rest, if if there are any others, mm. they're more like outsourcing for like very specific services. And I think a lot of people were like, oh, this is really cool because we've got this like this thing that just cuts out the middleman because it basically you just have to pay someone to run an app. You mm. don't have to run like a whole uh, cinema. Yeah. So strictly speaking, you could make your money go further to make like smaller independent, yes. really cool stuff. Yeah, yeah. And it doesn't need to be about a big IP where you're going to have that that return of investment. Mm-hmm. Um, you can be a little bit more risky and you can, you can have this like small indie mm. project and that's cool. But then we started getting shit like Bird Box and like Bright. Yeah. And it's like, that's... Bright was a fucking... What a load of shit. Bird, <laughs> Bird Box, still get shit Bird the Box was just... I don't know. I I liked Bird Box. What, like, it's idea, but... Like, you will get, like... What was that one that was a, that was a complete piss take of Bird Box? But it was... It was... It was it had Stanley Tucci in it. And there was another monster that you weren't allowed to... You weren't allowed to make any noise or... And you weren't allowed to look at it. Anyway, there's, like, loads of copycats. Yeah, there's loads of... You find know. that there's just like bringing in a load of like opportunity for indie films you'll find that oh someone else in the world has happened to have a similar idea to you yeah and netflix being netflix they'll just they'll just fund and they'll throw their money at it yeah because they want they, they they're going to make a profit they they're based on monthly subscriptions they're always going to make a profit yeah in the u.s they wanted to get like a hundred something million subscribers in like a few years or whatever but they're saturating at like 60 million they, mm. they don't seem to be moving any further and it's actually kind of hard now for a lot of streaming services to like pick up any more mm. like bums on seats kind of thing yeah there's well there's only so many flipping monthly subscriptions that people are willing to pay yeah i think i think they've all sort of hit their limit and netflix is the the, the one that's got the most range yeah it's like that's that's all the stuff but now that disney yeah, I, I I watched the, I read this article the other day. Disney are predicted to overtake them in the next year. Yeah, because because like Netflix can't have the Disney stuff on it anymore no. because Disney have their own channel. So mm. what I think is going to happen is Netflix is going to start getting their own specific stuff. They're going to go more down the route of series and mm. have to like specify what they're doing. I think the people are, I I don't know. I think I I reckon give it another five five years. I reckon Netflix will probably be the bottom because I think the relationship that warner bros and hbo max have made is like the best so there's like yeah. this they've they've basically warner bros who were banking on the cinemas reopening this year and they obviously haven't they made a deal with hbo max to release all of their films at the same time on hbo max right yeah and that includes like big titles like the justice league snyder cut the matrix 4 um the space jam uh, all these massive films they got like they've got about oh um uh June which I'm really excited for oh, I'm really excited for you. um it's another Dennis, Dennis Villeneuve thing Villeneuve yeah Villeneuve, Villeneuve yeah um <laughs> and it's like I think that 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 is like a great deal and I think that's really going to put HBO Max on the map mm. and it's I reckon that that deal will like continue so you you don't have any streaming services at the moment but are you going to get any no never no right do you not think they're worth the money like it's, no it's, i don't it's, it's i honestly the, i honestly don't think they're worth the money it's worth the price of a cinema ticket surely just yeah but see. you get you get an experience with cinema 
that you don't get with uh, casting a Netflix show or movie to your TV. I think you're right, but you still get to put the like, money in the pockets. When you people. buy, when you buy a cinema ticket, like some of the original. Okay, so think about it this way: I see going to the cinema as a not just an experience, but as a like a, as like a, a proper memory. Like you know, you ask someone, you ask someone like, "Oh, did you see that Netflix film?" And they go, "Yeah," but they don't remember sitting down on their sofa pluffing up their cushion, turning their volume up and, and sitting with their partner with some popcorn on their, in their nice home. They just remember watching the film. Whereas yeah. when you go to the cinema, you think about like, there's like people on, like not anymore, but there once upon a time, people would sell their original A New Hope tickets mm. from the original Star Wars film when it first came out in America on eBay. And to have like an actual stamped ticket from a, a privatized cinema it's like it was worth a bit of money like and like that itself is a memory the ticket is a memory to yeah. go to walk through the doors of a cinema is a memory yeah I, I keep a lot of my tickets to watch a film that's actually being projected by a projector not on a digital screen that's part of the experience as a memory do you not think it's slightly declining oh yeah 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 definitely yeah and i don't think it will be i don't think cinema will be gone for like at least another 10 years i don't think it'll ever go because I reckon it will it will go privatized and you'll have these small independent cinemas. Yeah, because because there's there's certain things that just do better at the cinema anyway. So I there's one of the points I wanted to make. Basically, since Jaws and Star Wars, there's been this ever widening gap between low culture and high culture. Because uh, before it was just all about making a good film. Yeah, and then from there the seeds were sown. I think I think they were pretty much cemented with films like Independence Day in the '90s, mm. when you could have like more CGI and bigger budgets and things. And I think that in in one sense, maybe streaming could actually remedy that a little bit and, mm. and provide more equity so that all genres and the, like these more art housey films can get the budget they deserve or mm. maybe not even need the bigger budget because you don't have to pay yeah. projectionists. Well, um, I was I literally this morning I was watching um, a thing on Ben Affleck and he was talking about his most iconic roles. And when it comes to budget, it was like... Um, Goodwill Hunting is worth 40 times less than what it costs to make Armageddon. Right. And he was yeah. like, it's his first big budget film. And they were like, they could have made 40 Goodwill Huntings with the budget he had on Armageddon. And it's like, and like the budget has only increased from the time that that movie was made. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think really maybe cinema should because it's, it's always changing. The, the mm. market's pretty fucking volatile and things are changing. Um, so I think maybe they should focus more on like fucking 3D, 4K vibrator seats. <laughs> you know, like... Yeah, 4DX. Yeah, like, like <laughs> live orchestra and like, you know, whatever. Get the loins curling. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe they should just be like, cinema is a fundamentally different thing that's more about spectacle well no i went oh the thing is i completely disagree with so the you, whole what you've seen like a good drama i saw I, so the best film i saw in in 4dx and it's also the only film i've seen in 4dx because i've i read online it's the only one worth going to see in 4dx was um 1917 okay yeah uh, and it was like and i just oh, i thought it was mm. so overrated all right. To have your to have your seat moving, like I was concentrating more on where the fuck I was going rather than what was going on on screen. Like one minute I'm sat in my seat, and the next minute I'm halfway across the room. I, I tell you where I saw Dunkirk, um, 
It was in France. No, it, it was in... Um, <laughs> I was about to say, they didn't show that, did they? <laughs> it was in this... Have you ever been to the screening rooms? Yeah, I... No. I'm, that's no. a simple answer, no. No. I've been in and I looked at... I've. Um, Wait, I watched too posh. I watched 2001: A Space Odyssey in like it was almost like a um, a pub lock-in, but for screening rooms. Right. So my 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 girlfriend at the time worked at Cineworld. Yeah. And we went to the screening rooms, and she invited me, and we went and watched it with all their staff. And this, it's like, oh right, okay. yeah, it was yeah. like a lock-in at the screening rooms, but we watched 2001: Space Odyssey. So yes, I have been, but not as a customer, not as a customer. Yeah. What did you think? Because so for anyone who doesn't know, Screening Rooms is like a very, very niche part of Cineworld, which is like, probably, I think it's the biggest cin- I, cinema thing in the UK. I think it's, I, I don't think Cineworld have hit the nail on the head with it. No. I think if you want to make something like that, you really need to go all out. Yeah, because you, you shouldn't have, you shouldn't have more than like, yeah, it's like, it's like cinema, but for, for the people who are well off. Yeah, because you only, you pay twice as much for basically just sitting in a slightly comfier seat you get table service which is actually kind of annoying distracting and annoying there's only like 10 of you watching one film at a time so that's that's why it's so inflated um the the menu is just basically like it's i don't know it's just i don't really go to the cinema to eat anyway no it's fucking weird the way i would have done it i I just i think that's which is the reason cigars it's the yeah big time (laughs) as big as as big as liam neeson's knob <laughs> um, they um, the way I think they should have done it is they should have had just you and it, on your own if you want to before you go to the 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 screening you tell them how many people you want in your own screening right so whether you want to go on a date or whether you want to take a, like a six people with you and then they 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 make the film so it's got intermissions in it so when there's an intermission they have like four intermissions. The first one you get your starter, and the movie continues playing. The second one you get your main, and the movie mm. continues playing. The third one, and so on and so on. Yeah, but not for like, like if I'm sitting in a film and then some knob comes over to me and says, "So, would you like have anything to drink?" I was like, "Shut the fuck up!" I'm trying, <laughs> I'm trying to watch. I don't know. I'm trying to watch this bloody new film. I'm trying to watch director. World War Two. I'm trying to watch the World War Two. I'm trying to watch bloody Andrew Garfield get thrown off a cliff in Hacksaw. Yeah. And you've just come over to me asking me if I want to top off my wine. Because I, I do think there should be room to. There's a, again another advantage of streaming. Like, I think there should be a little bit of room to like have a chat. Because even though I'm pretty fucking stringent on like chatting in cinemas, mm. I do sometimes lean over and I'm like one or two times but well, like i'll tell you right now i always got my own yeah i always or if i invite someone to come sit with me it means that either like you're like my best mate yeah and like i just love spending time with you or it's like a date it's that holy to you yeah, yeah. Fair enough. like i'm not gonna i if i can go on the cinema on my own i'll take that chance any day of the week it's yeah. been a thing since i was like 10 i love going to cinema on my own Fair enough. I can't do. I can't deal with the fucking guy, which is a benefit to streaming, I guess. Like, yeah, yeah. They'll like you can sit on your own in your house and watch this brand new content that's just come out. Yeah, because ideally, I like pausing it. I like being yes. able to be like, okay, go for a piss and not miss anything. Yeah, go for a <laughs> piss and maybe even like discuss because I, I think that's art should be discussed and, and cinema is yeah, art. Um, yeah, yeah. Apparently. Uh, <laughs> what do you mean? Well, you hope it would be, but like... Yeah, well, the amount of shit that comes out at the moment. Transformers 8 and <laughs> fucking based on a toy line. Isn't it? Some fucking Harry Potter spin-off that... 
yeah. appeals to the masses, apparently. <laughs> I don't even think it does. No, I, I, uh, not anymore. Fucking load of shit. I went to this one cinema. It's in the Forest of Dean. It's called The Palace. Mm. Oh, yeah. I've seen it on Google Maps because I want, really wanted to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Big up The Palace. Yeah. Um, it's this really old, independent, traditional cinema. It's like £2 a ticket. Yeah. Uh, have you ever been to like an old, independent cinema? No. No. That's it's why I really want to oh. go to it. Right. It's really quiet compared to the big sound system of a normal one. It's like not proper, not what you'd expect a cinema chair to be like. It's like... It's it's a, it's just a chair that's... Yeah. I think it was anyway when I when I saw The Force Awakens. But they they, they are old, mm. actual... Yeah, uh, and they get, yeah. they get like uh, licenses to show these films because uh, they have to ask for them instead of just getting them on demand like big cinema companies do. Yeah. You you pay at the booth as you go in. Mm. Um, it's all, awesome. All the suites are really cheap. It's awesome. Yeah, I think the price went up by like 50 pence the other day. And it's, it's, it's just... Shock horror. Oh, my word. Yeah. How much are the Freddos? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's honestly... It, it almost feels like the Freddos that's, are that's, still This is what I'm talking about. Pence. Like, that that's an experience. Yeah. And this, it's never, ever going to be matched by streaming. And well, don't yeah. get me wrong, I, like, 20 years from now, cinemas will not be... You, I guarantee you cinemas will not be a thing. They, you won't be able to walk out to the street and go and watch a film like you're not, not big cinemas anyway maybe privatised ones independently owned ones like we're talking about the palace yeah but definitely not like Cineworld or The View or AMC or Odeon like they're not going to be a thing yeah I guess one of the like economic problems that's, that's spurred a lot of that change mm. is this sort of growing I, I think I think people are getting more and more film literate because mm. of like video essays and people yeah. on YouTube and stuff and, yeah. and even just like bonus material on DVDs. Like I think with the Lord of the Rings that like boomed massively. People wanted to suddenly figure out how films mm. were made. And with that comes a little look on the inside of like the production process. And I think that uh, people are just sort of becoming aware of this idea that like a lot of changes a studio imposed as opposed to ideas that writers impose themselves so like when studios self-sabotage their films because they think oh this is going to tank let's just cut every little yeah do little do little literally do little (laughs) fucking there's so there's so much shit like that and people are just tired of it because but that's because like the the business model at the moment is based around like you have to have a well-known intellectual property Mm. otherwise you don't put any money into it It's also the fact that the profit margin really determines the future of the franchise. Like you mm. can make a profit on your film, but if it's not what the studio, what it's, if it's not as big a profit the studio wanted, like, I mean, you take a film like uh, Dread, mm. which is awesome. It's like a cult classic now. Everyone wants a second one. It made like one million profit and everyone loved it. Just people didn't go to see it, but now everyone knows about it. So if they made another one, people would flock to see it. Yeah, I was really disappointed with Blade Runner 2049, how that did. Yeah, big time. I yeah. think that should have done, like, way better than it did. Um, and I don't put that... I mm, I partly put it down to marketing, but at the same time, I partly put it down to just people not being interested in in that in that, in that that genre. Sci-fi? Yeah, sci-fi. I guess not. Sci-fi's dying. Like, I love... Ridley Scott's my favourite director of yeah. all time. And Alien, and what he did, like, with the, the prequels you want to call them that I like I love Prometheus and I love Covenant and no one went to see Covenant 
and I like Covenant. You so like Covenant? Much. Yeah, I love Covenant. I know you're going to hate Covenant. My wife fell asleep. <laughs> yeah, but I love Covenant. I love the whole idea. I love the universe and everything. And yeah. I just think people have just well. I think I think it's better to interest. explore the um like the engineers and other things in that universe. Mm. Um, was it, was it the disc jockey, whatever it was called? It, originally, the engineers were yeah, originally they, called disc yeah, jockeys. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's that's really cool because it 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 just brings the franchise away from you, the you, same six things. It doesn't die a death in a cocoon. It's like it can have room to breathe and explore um, new ideas. The reason I bring it up though is because so it's traditionally been a 20th century Fox type uh, production. Yeah, and obviously, uh, as everyone probably knows, 20th century Fox was bought by Disney, and now Disney is slowly moving to streaming as their main platform rather than cinema. Mm. And it's like, well, on Disney Plus. I guarantee you we're never going to bloody see an alien film on Disney Plus. And I think if we do, it's going to be, it's good, like, it's it's not going to be like put on the, on the uh, recommended for you section. <laughs> like imagine a child going through Disney Plus and seeing a xenomorph gouging someone's fucking face out. Yeah. I'm surprised Logan and stuff isn't on there as well. Considering, do they own that now? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They yeah. own Logan. They own all the X-Men stuff. Is there any X-Men's on well, Disney Devil, Plus? Devil 2 is on there, but Devil 1 isn't. And it's kind of annoying. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I can't really remember. Well, they the want to reboot the X-Men franchise, don't they? And Deadpool 1 had an X-Men cameo in it. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think this this whole idea of like, you know, Suicide Squad had, had all those fucking reshoots. Even Rogue One had fucking tons of reshoots. Yeah, I like Rogue One. I yeah. I love Rogue One. I think it would have worked better animated. Reshoots I, are always yeah. a bad sign, though. Yeah, well, I think well, reshoots are either the film's gonna be shit. A small amount of reshoots are ordinary, but yeah, reshoots where you have to fucking reshoot the entire thing. <laughs> Remember that? What was that film? Um, the New Mutants. They just reshot oh, it. Oh like god, four yeah. Times. And then it was like they they shelved it for about a year, mm. and then Disney bought Fox, and they were like, oh, I don't know, I release it. I guess we'll make a bit of cash, and yeah. they did. They made a profit on it, and it's like, have you not been reading online? This movie's shit. We know it's shit before it even came out. Yeah. And like they released it on, what did they release it on? Disney Plus? Fuck knows. Like they, they put it out on something and it's like, they literally just released it as a cash grab. It wasn't even finished. And it's, this is another thing with streaming sites. Like I feel, I feel like you're always going to make money off of it. Cause again, again, your, your, your whole business model, the main source of income is subscription. You know, you it's it's sort of if you get if you're the top streaming service, Disney Plus, who are definitely eventually gonna be it, you haven't got a thing to lose, I don't think. Like you're saying, what, sixty million users Netflix is struggling to get? Sixty million is where they pretty much stagnated, yeah. They yeah. they're not really moving past that in the US. And uh they've slowly <laughs> risen from sixty to seventy odd. Worldwide they have about two hundred and sixty million. So I guess the main point is that they they boomed a lot and then they just sort of stuck mm. to that because I think that those are the are the people that are going to easily get this it. Is, this is why they say yes to everything. Like you come up with an idea, and Netflix is like well, let's make a series on it. Like and yeah. you know they say yes to everything because they're trying to keep up with Disney who've got this massive portfolio. Yeah, of just excellent stuff. Well, yeah, there was a quote actually from one of the one of the producers. Uh, one of the uh, I, I don't know what the fuck you call them like owners of netflix or whatever and they were like well we tell our content creators to just throw shit at the wall basically that's not a quote but <laughs> um <laughs> i think i think something like 
take your shit and and just throw it. And if it makes the face of a Mickey Mouse character, then guess what? You've got a deal. (laughs) Uh, I think. No, I think. I think the guy. The guy who owned Netflix said something like, "We prefer more bad ideas that don't stick." Um, because we just want to be making lo- lots of different things and mm. like somebody will like it and we'll find a market kind of which thing. is awesome which is cool it may i get such a feel good feeling when you when i see an independent film end up in a massive cinema you know yeah what I mean? um yeah I, I do because like everything is since jaws and star wars has been based on elevator pitches things you can pitch to your mate in a pub for like uh, 10 seconds and they'll be hooked like mm. Terminator an alien from the future uh, fuck me I have to go edit on. this go on oh, no bro. don't edit this keep no, this I in no I want you to keep this in alright I will keep then. it in go on you can get the words out I've had too much cider no you've had two <laughs> the robot yes from the future comes uh. back in time to kill <laughs> someone yeah that's the pitch in it uh huh yeah no but um, from an investment standpoint that makes a lot more sense <laughs> yeah it does and it's unfortunately just become everything now mm-hmm. to the point where they won't touch a small ip because if they do it's considered too much of an investment risk yeah so the problem with that is they're cannibalizing their own resources they're mm-hmm. just going like oh we're just gonna keep doing reboots and sequels yeah. and we've got Terminator they have is such a victim it's, yeah it's, oh yeah dark it's, fate it's the big oh, oh mate don't even salvation it started at salvation salvation's good salvation is oh, moving the franchise right off salvation. it's fucking ass it's not salvation it's fucking shite maybe it wasn't executed very well but I think it's moving the franchise forward to somewhere we haven't seen before because otherwise it's just fucking Arnie they rebooted it already it's gone it doesn't exist anymore it's not part of the it, mate no I like salvation <laughs> okay alright I don't like three. I'll let you have it. <laughs> but, Cheers. No. So, yeah, but three is bad. At least we can agree on that. Three is bad. Yeah, no, no. I, I like four because it, it sort of, it just does new shit. I think once you start rehashing old shit, yeah. you've just you just lost your franchise. I, yeah. I, a lot of the Star Wars stuff now is just like oh. Stormtroopers and TIE Fighters and it's the ATSTs. Biggest, the biggest tragedy of cinema, I think, is the, the way that they did the later Star Wars films. It's just... Mm. Like, they were like they looked at the the original three and they were like oh they all had a different director yeah we should do the same except we don't we, uh, we cave on it in the last second uh, yeah. I, like, I really like Colin Trevorrow's script if anyone wants to check that out go and look at what Colin Trevorrow's or Colin Trevorrow had for the fuck to say his name but I really like The Rise of Skywalker it was oh. going to be called Jewel of the Fates oh that'd be sick and it's, great name yeah. <laughs> I haven't read it I'm not going to pretend I have read it it basically moves the story like a lot far forward, mm. solves a lot of the plot points, and Ray transcends the the whole Jedi issue mm. that was set up with all the bollocks like with Ahsoka and stuff. So it, it it's she basically becomes like this new thing that uses the dark side and the light side, mm. overcomes the hubris of the Jedi, and it, it's really cool. Like I, I think there are problems with it, but mm. I think what we got in the end was like a first draft anyway. But I think it's like that's what they should have done they should have had the balls to stick with it and so often they'll hire these writers and stuff and then they'll go the basic people in suits get really worried and they go oh shit um this is probably won't make money it's like well you've you've signed off on it now so every time they interfere it just makes things worse you end up with a suicide squad like every time you do yeah. that I, I i don't think it ever works out suicide squad was a, was a terrible 
loss, I think. Had so much potential. I need to check my phone. Because my I need to have a piss. My mum wants to get in touch with me for some reason. Hello. Can't hear you. One minute. Do you want my headphones? Hello. Where are you? I'm doing a podcast. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. We've had a lot of interruptions in the podcast. That's probably the uh, the most polite. Is it? Yeah. Oh. Had a lot of phone calls. I love you, Mum. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Go on then. What, what were you saying? Um, oh, yeah. I said uh, Suicide Squad was the biggest loss. Yeah. It was the, the, that Dark Universe thing that they tried to... Oh, I, thought that could, I thought the Dark Universe had so much potential. Yeah, but I don't think they didn't even know how to handle it. I think they're trying to they, make they've, no, they did. too dark. They've done The Invisible Man. Mm. That's Dark Universe. That's fucking sick. That's so good. It's so fucking good. It's The Invisible Man. Oh my God. If you haven't seen The Invisible Man, go and fucking watch it. It's the best Dark Universe film there has and probably ever will be <laughs> at the state it's well, are been. They, are they going to do any more? Like, I, I, I just think, think well, that, is... that solidified it. I, I was reading online, they're, they're debating on bringing it back because of the performance of that film. I just think this... this whole thing of franchises it works for the mcu does it work for anything else i guess some of the dc films well it's universal so yeah. it won't be in the mcu yeah you'll have an if it ever if universal which i really hope they don't get bought by disney yeah <laughs> um then yes it will eventually but i really i just i'm fed up of disney just fucking buying everything I don't like it when anyone buys anything, to be honest, because <laughs> <laughs> like, in terms of companies and stuff, just just don't buy them. Like, like bail them out. It's a nice thing to do. You know what I mean? Like, if you appreciate art, you wouldn't just buy, what if we owned all the companies yeah. and we just, we well, just bailed bought, them out? They like, bought the biggest intellectual property ever and then did not know what the fuck to do with it, with Star Wars. Mm, yeah. They just, they didn't well, fundamentally no, they, didn't I don't think it. that's not their fault. The fault is on George Lucas. Oh, I sold this intellectual property because I've got no well, I don't more think George idea. Lucas knew what to do with it. Yeah, I've got no his more idea. You've got epi- loads of ideas. Do you know what his favourite episode of The Clone Wars is? His favourite arc? Oh, isn't it, um, don't tell me. Isn't it the... The uh, shittest one. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Um, it's, I know what it is. Tell me. It's the one with the droids. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's the one with the fucking droids. And if anyone hasn't seen the Clone Wars, it's just. That was probably the thing I struggled to watch. Like, for the, some reason, the, the, the engineer droid suddenly speaks in that. For some reason. Yeah, isn't there like a little alien in him? There's a little alien. Yeah. Who's in it. He's like one of the generals for some yeah, fucking yeah, yeah, reason. Yeah. That's stupid. I am a strategic general. Yeah. Like, but then you've, got the, then you've got the comic relief character. Yeah. Who's like the little. Um, it's a pit droid. The pit droid. But they speak in something else, don't they? No, they just make beeps. They just make <laughs> sounds. They don't speak. Right. Yeah. They're not supposed to speak. Yeah. And it's like the only pit droid. I'm pretty sure it's the only pit droid that speaks. Yeah. Don't quote me. I fucking hate that. I I, I really could not. I, I mean, so I've, I've always had this thing where I'm like, if, if it's aimed at a younger audience... That doesn't mean it has to be shit. It, mm. in, if anything, like we should be paying more attention to that kind of shit because that's what teaches like moral lessons and stuff. Like if you grew up with the, the Lion King and stuff, yeah. like it's so well done. There's like dolly zooms in that, and it's not even like <laughs> filmed. Yeah, but they they they've they pushed. Well, it's like um, animation. You're getting like off topic. But, yeah, but Toy Story three, uh, not Toy Story three, Toy Story four. Have oh. you watched an analysis of the way of that film? 
I have. It's, and there's a, there's a split diopter yeah. shot. If anyone doesn't know what a, a split it's diopter shot is, crazy. it's when like normally you'd have one thing on the left hand side of the frame, for instance, that's in the foreground and the, the, the right hand side of the frame is in the background, which is how you'd normally do it. But a split diopter, the right hand is also in the foreground somehow yeah. and, it, and it looks like fucking really weird it's a, it's a it's a manipulation of focus yeah and it's just and they did it and it's not it's not filmed it's an animation obviously it's toy story mm. and they've done it and it's just like it's it basically the question why and it's like because they can and they want to push the limits of animation yeah and it's just like it's fucking awesome like I, I toy story that... 4 is like one of the most beautiful animations mm. i've ever seen and it's just it's crazy it's awesome i don't really like the uh story I think no it just, it I, the story the story's like it's, it's pointless because yeah, it undoes everything but. you were you were going to say something about binge watching right yeah the decline of i binge much watching. prefer binge watching something than waiting a week for something is that because you have very little patience no how dare you? <laughs> um, the exercise and the virtue of patience. No, no. I, I have a lot of patience. I can wait for a lot of things. But when it comes to... So I, I told you before we started this that I, I, I've been bored in lockdown, so it's resorted to me starting The Walking Dead again. <laughs> yeah. So I, I started... I, I stuck on The Walking Dead yesterday and I watched the whole series and uh, of series nine. And by no means is it a good tv show anymore it used to be very good but i pity the people that watch it when it comes out because it's just characters do stupid decisions and you have to wait until the next episode to see them carry out these really dumb decisions mm. that still don't make sense even after they've been resolved and it's the payoff there is no payoff the reconciliations are too yeah. fast and it, it, it infuriates me and I can tell. <laughs> and it, honestly, it made me so angry watching it, even even binge watching it, even watching it through. I was like, well, he shouldn't have done that. And I just, I, and I thought about it, like that whole arc for this one character, for certain characters was over like three episodes and he, they accomplished nothing. So I can only imagine what people who, who watch it as they come out feel like yeah, they've, been, wait, they've been waiting four weeks to find out the end of this character's arc and it accomplishes absolutely fuck all yeah. all caps like it's fucking it's it's it makes me so yeah angry so i'm a big I, fan of binge watching which is why if, if the writing is good enough though yes that's yeah i guess that's a, that's an issue with writing yeah like like but what it, about the boys because that's that's written really well the that boys is written really well but the first season was released altogether yeah, but what about the second one? And the did second you like... one, I love the second season. Did you like the way it was released? It's a minority. I hate the way it was released. You can say that that's probably due to my patience, but at yeah. the same time, I'm also paying a fee for a subscription. Yeah, they, I think the worst thing about it... You know, I expect the whole season on my fucking subscription. Give it to me yeah. now. I'm paying you $6.99 a month. Like The worst thing about it is that they ultimately have you buy the balls. And I, I think that's, <laughs> that's, that's just like... Yeah. That's yeah. what people don't Billy want. Butcher accent, going by the balls. Yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I guess, I guess there's there's a, a point where we're becoming slightly impatient and less appreciative at cinema. I think all these streaming services. Think we want I'm, entertainment rather than art. I think if I'm paying you seven quid, eight quid a month, I deserve every little bit of content if it's filmed right here, right now. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I, I do. I'm paying. I'm paying monthly fee. It's not like going to the cinema. 
But it's like, I'll pay and I get to watch the whole thing right here, right now. Let's go. You know? It's like, it's like um, I think the best thing I like that I ever got that I paid for was the Cineworld card. Where you pay a monthly fee and you can go see as many movies as you want like, yeah. throughout the year. And it's like, movies are coming out every month. You know? Big movies that have cost loads to make. And you also get the experience of the cinema. You're not just sat at home. Yeah. You go into this room that's got the best technology, that's got the best surround sound, the best screen. The, like, it's... Yeah. It's a no-brainer to me, that. I, th- I think it's... The, the whole problem with the, the whole, like, having you by the balls thing is, um, apart from the fact your balls hurt, it's... Um, <laughs> it's mainly a problem... They got the tweezers out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, not the nutcrackers. <laughs> it's... Um, it, it's it's more of like an indicative thing in, with um, media in general. So mm. I've talked to you before about video games because I'm I'm still on the retro consoles, and I, I just yeah. everyone's like, "Oh, you're you're a retro gamer," and it's like, "No, I'm I'm not. I I just haven't really I just haven't gotten rid of the ones I had as a child." Exactly. Yes. And it doesn't make me a retro gamer. Yeah. Well, I, I consider the PlayStation Three a little bit new. Um, it, it, <laughs> no, that's, no, that's wearing too. off quite fast. Yeah. Especially in lockdown, but. Um, yeah, I, I think the thing I don't like about a lot of this new stuff is the same stuff I don't like about cinema. It, it's like the, not not necessarily like, oh, it's got to be a big IP or whatever, but it does have to be like a a calculated, it's, it's got to hit the most sort of people. Mm. That's where all the funding yeah. goes in, all, in like the card games and stuff. Yeah, you got to hit the, mo- the, the majority of the nails on the head. Yeah, like lowest, lowest common denominator. But mm. um, also it's the way that games are sort of making you to... Uh, fork out for backwards compatibility generationally yeah and also well, not anymore though no that but that, that was a thing and that I, think, was a I, thing. I think it's like also like the pay to win stuff mm. and um the way they're trying to like stomp oh, out yeah, seconds well, it's the same with disney plus when they did the whole mulan thing yeah you're already paying 6.99 for disney plus and then you want me to pay another 30 quid yeah so you can make the minute amount of profit on mulan and people like, will even if it's just like video yeah, people will essayists. for to say a, it's a shit. golden poo. They will literally <laughs> a nice poo. polished Asian poo. <laughs> I'm already paying six ninety nine, <laughs> but an, a nice polished poo. I have to pay thirty pound for. It's crazy. Uh, yeah. The, the way <laughs> the way that the way that um, uh, games markets are trying to like cut out the the second hand market yes <laughs> fucking hell i need a wee go for it bring that point up and i get back uh well dear it's true though <laughs> what's it saying i don't know oh something about uh games oh yeah get the game market yeah they're trying to stomp out the the second hand market for like physical discs yeah well they tried to do that like mm, 2013 what's that eight years ago now when the xbox one launched they tried to get rid of secondhand games they were like you can't pass on games that you own and like yeah and it's still not dead i guess i guess it's always been the same i, I was playing um yeah called? fucking uh, Baldur's gate yeah and you've got to keep putting same disc in that's cd keys yeah that when they were a thing on pc games I get your point though with um, streaming. Yeah, you can't just, just go out and buy. So. Yeah, well, Netflix are trying to stop 
password sharing yeah. at the moment, um, yeah. which is fair enough. But quite frankly, I think it's just to encourage piracy. Like, yeah. I, I honestly, what 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 did I watch the other day? I watched um, I've I've, I've been watching the whole Pirates of the, of the Caribbean. The, yeah, Pirates of the Caribbean, my favourite pirate film. <laughs> um, like, Don't you want to give money to the people that? Mate, I know fifty percent of it goes to fucking Disney, and and they're also streaming half of their fucking like old, what the fuck do you call it? Um, <laughs> don't know, old portfolio. Shoes. That's it. Oh yeah, portfolio on there. <laughs> That's a good word. Yeah, I said it earlier. I, I just, my mind just went blank. I've yeah. had one too many ciders. Um, <laughs> That's um, his thing. Like the old piracy used to be. Oh, some some bloke used to sneak his his tape video camera into the cinema yeah it's always existed it's, it's funny actually my um, my granddad used to when a certain song was on usually some fucking obscure really weird country song mm. uh he would stick a tape in the radio and and you know take that um, yeah and you could record tv shows as well do you remember that like you could you could vhs record shit yeah like i do so well i don't remember it but <laughs> I, I, I vaguely remember it yeah but like it's just like that's piracy as well like that is yeah and, okay, i guess but that's dead now in yeah. my opinion that's dead no one's doing that anymore yeah i i, I guess though there is the issue like you, you do want your money or your wallet to speak as such to to actually give to, you know to, to sort of speak with your wallet mm. i guess it's because I, I i like music and i yeah i feel the same way about that mm. um I suppose, yeah, okay, you can go and see a live band and a lot of live bands. That's the thing, though. There's, amount, there's a certain respect that comes with it, isn't there? It goes back to the transparency thing where it's like, I think a lot of people are just like, oh, this is just a cynical, mm. like the Emoji movie. It's just yeah. a movie where Patrick Stewart, yeah. uh, who's a, a, a who's Shakespearean a, a Shakespearean actor, he plays a shit. Yeah, and he <laughs> encourages kids to not wash their hands once they've been for a turd. Yeah. And it's like, well, I'm yeah. going to pirate this just to see how much... <laughs> Just, just, just to see how much of a shit it is. Right. Go on. Got another point. Cinema etiquette. Oh, fucking hell. What's your, what's your, do you get boozy when you go to Oh, I've only, I've screenings? only ever gotten boozy once before really? I went to the cinema. Yes, That once. surprises me coming Yeah, I, well, thanks a lot, man. That means, <laughs> means a lot. Um, I've only ever gotten boozy once, and it was it was when I went to the cinema with more than myself. I went to the cinema with work. I went to The Incredibles too. Yeah. So I got fucked. I had like I had like I thought it was a good idea to have nine zambuka black zambuka shots and two pints of cider, and then we arrived in this screening first day of of screening this film, and I was swearing, and luckily one of the one of my coworkers, he lovely lovely guy, got me a water bottle. I sat there, I slept halfway through the film and woke up last minute. Having said that, I'm a massive, like, if you're in the cinema, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like. So you don't generally agree with, no, like, boozing? No, I don't. I only did that once, because I was, I was going with, like, 30 people. And I was like, oh, we all work here. That's like, you're the, but, but yeah. in general, in general, I absolutely hate it. I like the idea of, of having a drink and watching a film. At home. At home, yeah. <laughs> you come to a cinema and you ruin my experience. I'm going to fucking bollock you. The, pro the problem is that they sell these really tiny bottles of like Peroni or whatever. Mm. And 
Like, and they don't even let you have it in the bottle. They get in a plastic cup. Yeah, and then <laughs> they, they pour it into a cup, and it's like half a cup, and they and pour it in straight, so all the carbonation's gone. Yeah, and it's, and it's, it's like four quid, and you're like, yeah, oh, can I have another one? No, oh, fuck, fuck that. Yeah, you go in, you have it, four and quid you're like, for a half a lager, and you're like, that was a waste. But then, even if you have two, then you're there, and you're like, oh, I'm really fucking tired. Because I can't like talk to anyone and I'm just like, yeah, my concentration. So don't, yeah, you shouldn't drink when, if you're going to the cinema on your own or you're going to the cinema with, I don't know, another person and you're not, you're not gonna, you're not planning on speaking because as you shouldn't in a cinema. Unless you're going to drink a lot and you trust yourself to be mute while doing that, which I don't. No. <laughs> no who the fuck? I, I'm, I'm like at home speaking to myself in the mirror. Like, when I've had a drink and I'm watching TV shows at home, like, even when there's no one to talk to. So, like, I don't know why you intend on drinking and not speak. Like, it's impossible. Yeah. It's impossible to not say a single word, like, I don't know, four hours into into being a bit pissed. Yeah, when I, when I was saying I, I, I talk, normally it's like, it's normally just like a look and maybe, you know, I'll say something, but it, but it, I'll say it so quietly that it's like, oh, well, they probably can't even hear what I'm saying. But it's not. It's normally like if if fucking Tom Cruise does a backflip or whatever, I'll be like, that, was, that was fucking good. But I, but I won't. <laughs> it's it's more the look. Yeah, of yeah. My face fucking beaming, going yeah. But uh, but I am a, a massive sort of supporter in when you go to cinema. Like that's that whole warning as well. There's like Mark Strong speaking through the mic, and he's like, he's like, turn off your phone. <laughs> Yeah. Sit back, relax. <laughs> do you know what? In the uh, silent film era, yeah, they used to do a very similar thing. Did they? Or yeah. Silent. Yeah. What's the point? Well, it was it was shit like, oh, ladies, please remove your hats. Well, I get that. Yeah, yeah they get like, in the way. But they had title cards. Yeah, exactly. Um, mm. But and and things like um, how many they? people were in hats though? What year is this? Uh, well, it'd be in the twenties, I guess. Oh, I guess silent film. Quite a few I, people I were in hats. Yeah. Then. Um, like, yeah, they, they, they'd doors. say like, don't, don't talk loud. <laughs> yeah. Um, don't whistle. Um, and they, and they'd say like, please applaud with your hands only and things like that. Um, yeah. So I, I guess it's always existed and that now that's moved in the, that's the modern... moved to audio and visual stuff. Like yeah. turn off your phone. Turn off your phone. Don't say a fucking word. Yeah. yeah literally. <laughs> Especially when Mark Strong's saying it. I'm like, yes, yes, Mr. Strong. <laughs> you know, but even yeah. then, even then people don't fucking listen. No, but people use it as a babysitter. I'm not even going to lie as well. Like I, I love my dad. He's great. He's oh, done here so we, here much. We go. He's no, he's done so much for me, and he, I do love my dad. And he's like, he. I wrote a whole paper about how he's my hero when, when I was younger. But yeah, he, I'll go to cinema with him like once every blue moon. He's a fucking cunt. No, he's not a cunt. <laughs> but he'll just lean over to me. He'll go, "What do you think is going to happen next?" I'm like, oh, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm watching the same film as you for the first <laughs> time. <laughs> but I, I only say that in my head. I don't actually yeah. say it to him because yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to say I don't want to say a word because I respect everyone else. And then he'll lean over and go, Oh, that's a bit. Do you know what? If strange. I was if I was watching the Meg or something, yeah. Jason Statham. Yeah, I'd just go, Oi! I'd probably yeah. It's a megalodon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I get That's a big shark. If it's a film you know is going to be shit. But, yeah. but that but then I don't get that because I wouldn't go and see a film that I know is shit. This is why I go to the palace. If I'm slightly un, like undecided. I only ever go to cinema if it's something I know is gonna be good. Yeah. What about like, what about eating? Eating. Um it, well it's like what you said earlier about 
open your pack of crisps. Like I'm a, I'm a loud chewer, but I have so yeah, much yeah. respect for everyone. If everyone else has been silent and like I am on my own, I expect everyone else to be like that. My mindset when I'm in the cinema. So I'll just I'll only chew or stick a crisp in my mouth when a massive explosion happens or there's dramatic music. Yeah. If it's a nice summer moment, I will literally wait. And also, I will never leave to go for a wee. Ever. No. I don't want to leave to go for a no. wee. You sit there and you, you jig a little bit. And honestly, I've th- there's been a queue for the bathroom, for, for the toilet even, um, after a film. Like five long. And I've been like, I'm going to walk home. Fuck this. Yeah. And I struggle to walk home. <laughs> because I've just not... <laughs> I'm I'm walking slightly hunched because my kidneys are about to fucking burst and my bladder's about to have a fit. Yeah. And like it's how serious I take going to the cinema. I take going to the cinema very seriously. Oh, yeah. The, my problem with the cinema is that like most people don't feel that way. Most people treat it they as They see it as just a laugh and, and a night out. They see it as a luxury, but more in line with the restaurant. It's their right to do yeah. what they fucking want. They've paid for this ticket. Like I like, said, like I said, it's like um they think of it as like, like a babysitter or just like a, a thing to do. Mm. I, it just, it just fucks me off. And I, I think that's more to do with a, a broad underappreciation of without sounding like a twat, like art, but, but like cinema, I guess in, in general, like film. Mm. Um, and I think there, that's the same with, with everything though. I, I guess there's just a underappreciation with the, the masses. Mm. Like if I'm watching people. a fucking Netflix special, I'll fucking, I don't know, if it's shit, I'll piss on my own TV. Like, <laughs> yeah. like I don't, I'd like, if it's shit, like, I'll just go yeah. for a wee whenever I want. Like, Well, actually, here, here's an idea. So I I think that you're more likely to stick with an art house film, as long as it is playing in the cinema, so long as you have bought a ticket. Once you're in there, you're in there. Yeah. Whilst with, like, a Netflix thing, it's like a, a film, like, it's like a fucking David Lynch film about, like perception you're just like well well fuck <laughs> fuck this like, i'm just gonna turn it off yeah like fuck going for a piss i'm just gonna turn it off completely because mm. i've got better things to do mm. um apparently <laughs> <laughs> yeah in lockdown do you <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to stare at my wall or something i don't know but like um yeah i guess once you're in the cinema you're just like well i'm invested and i think he's buying the ticket mm. um, yeah you're not gonna buy a ticket just to go spend half the time in in the loo or asleep yeah. like. i can't understand my mate you'll know exactly who he is actually listening to this because he listens to every single episode yeah because believe it or not there are a few people that do yeah. there's, there's like five. There's like, <laughs> i do believe shut up i like, do believe it <laughs> um yeah, 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 wait no one is. listens to this i'm out of here <laughs> see you later <laughs> yeah, it goes like it goes like five times yeah and it's i, I can't stand that yeah sorry it's like, we're mate, not going to cinema, mate. You've paid about 16 quid. Uh, it's all right not saying you'd want to go to cinema with me, but I'm just saying that you'll, you'll never get a chance. <laughs> I think there's a, there's also the whole idea of like, okay, you've paid a lot, so you should stay here. I think that's a separate issue to the quality of cinema as well. Like in general, I, I think there's a, there's a difference between whether you like something intrinsically or not, or yeah. whether it's too expensive. Mm. Like food at cinema is fucking way expensive. Yeah. Yeah, popcorn's a fucking. Honestly, it's a piss take. It's yeah. like the biggest. It's the biggest con 
of the 21st century. But you buy it, right? Oh, yeah. Of course I do. <laughs> <laughs> of course I do. Yeah. It's really, the only reason I do buy it is because it's really hard to, quotation marks, smuggle in popcorn. <laughs> Even though I don't have to. I can just no. go around to Tesco and buy some fucking salted. Buy, buy a big fucking sausage but they, roll. They, they, they hype you up. You're like, oh, I want a small popcorn. They're like... Are you sure? All it's the, only this big. And it's all like, the best action figures in the foyer. <laughs> <laughs> grab, grab yours now. And you're like, you're like fucking hell, yeah. I will. Yeah. Um, Good Infinity, shout. I remember when Inf uh, Infinity War launched, they had a massive statue of Thor in the foyer of Cineworld. And in his hand, he had a popcorn <laughs> bag. And they were like, buy this size, better value for money. And they suddenly would have just stapled it on his hand. <laughs> it's, like, it's like marketing its best. But at the same time, like, you're going to want popcorn. If it's good enough for Asgard, it's good yeah, enough for me. Yeah, if it's good enough for the Odin son, yeah. then yes, please, get it in my belly. Oh, consumption. Oh, it's ridiculous. Um, you, know, you know Mark Commode, the film reviewer? No. And, and Simon Mayo? No. BBC Two? BBC One. BBC Radio Two. I know the guy on BBC Radio One, the guy with the glasses. Oh, Who's really? he? Where's my phone? I've chucked it on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> Bear with me. I'll give you Mark Commode. Is he on BBC News sometimes? Well, he's like a film reviewer. Yes, I know Mark Commode. I see him on the news. He's on the news. Yeah, you know him. Yeah, I know Mark I know Mark Commode. He's on the news all the time. So him yeah. and Simon Mayo. I don't know him by name, obviously, as I've just... <laughs> you know, you know, you know um, on BBC Radio 2, it's like Simon Mayo. It's like, Simon Mayo. I don't listen to Radio 2. All oh, right, okay. But I, only I, know, I know who Mark Commode is. I used to pot wash in a um, old people's home. So... Oh, right. Uh, it was all, oh, it was, so they always had yeah, it on. It was on. <laughs> Basically, yeah, Radio came, 2, of course. He came up with a list of 10 things right. that you should never do in right. a cinema. Right. So no eating anything harder than a soft roll. What the fuck? What do you mean soft roll? Like a... I, like a bit of bread, isn't it? Hey? What? <laughs> <laughs> hey! What a twat. That's the shit rule. No, but I I, I think... You can they... eat a boiled sweet, but just suck on it. Like... Oh, oh, yeah, and yeah. And you can eat a crisp when there's an explosion. I think it's more the crunchiness. It's more... Yeah, already nah, we're picking that's a, problems that's a wanker's this. rule. Yeah, al already we're picking problems in this. But I do think that they should have, like, marketed smoothies and shit to like non-audible foods because it's crunchy yeah, every shit. drink's an audible food though when you get to the end or well, when you get you're, like, <laughs> you're trying to get to the fucking bottom second rule yeah no slurping right so well that crosses off every drink ever no just don't no it. it does like if you I, I I finished every drink I've ever taken I, so I can't watch a film take the lid off and uh, neck it. I'm trying to watch the film. I don't want to fucking well, get my view, put it down. my view blocked by some bloody Pepsi Max canister. <laughs> like, no. All right, that's a shit rule as well. All right, no rustling. Not cattle. As in rustling of, of packets and papers and yeah, shit. Yeah, I'm on board with that. Yeah, cool. I'm on board with that one. That's the easy one. Yeah. No irresponsible parenting. So, no, like... Don't bring your screaming child into yeah. Prometheus. To its fucking 12 eight. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Again, no, like well, the babysitting thing. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I agree with that one. Right. Um, Be a decent parent. No, <laughs> no hobbies. I don't actually know what that means. No hobbies. Maybe I should have looked at this before because I, I, no hobbies. What does no hobbies mean? Uh, Go on. No hobbies. What's, what's what does this? that mean? This in, right. No hobbies includes knitting, <laughs> drug dealing. Oh, I see. Right. Right. So they don't want people. Model airplane assembly. Having sex 
and updating. Sex is not a hobby. Updating Facebook. Sex is not a hobby, I'm especially glad... in the cinema. I've never seen it. Well, I'm glad you feel that way. What do you think sex is a hobby? No. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Right, start uh, from the start. Uh, uh, Kramis, I've just closed it. Right. Oh, right. So, something, yeah, something about... So basically, don't do anything else that isn't related to watching the so film. Don't be knitting. Don't be playing a video game on your oh, phone. Hobbies. That's such a weird way to phrase don't it. Don't be... I, I don't know. What else is a hobby? Uh, uh, cutting your toenails. Right. <laughs> That's not a hobby. I don't know. Hygiene's not a hobby. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know what I mean. Like, right. No, no... Don't be doing stupid shit. No talking. Oh, yeah, no shit. No mobile phone usage. No fucking shit. Well, one one instance where I would say that's not like, is if you're like a doctor I think a and you're on one, call yeah. and you stand up and you're like... Shouldn't it come to the fucking cinema, mate? Yeah, you're like... You're on call. <laughs> you're like, what? They're going to die? Okay, I'm on my way. Yeah. No one cares, mate. Fuck off. <laughs> um, no kicking of seats. That's fucking obvious. Yeah, obviously. Unless you've got an annoying child or like, just, ah, oh, just give them a clout. Get them out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's one of those things you have a trigger warning someone someone says give him a clout um, no arriving late depends yeah. how late I think if before or during trailers is fine it, yes yes yeah yeah. yeah yeah if the movie has started get a fucker don't let him in don't let him in don't let him in even if they book prior it's like I watched this thing on uh, airlines it's getting a bit off topic but a guy arrived late for his flight yeah. and he was like I demand the money back it's like no You've arrived late. Unless you were literally stalled by like... Yeah, a hurricane. Yeah. Or like God's work. I don't know. God's... That's what the insurance class Act of God. Yeah. yeah, an act of God. Isn't everything an act of God if you believe in predestination? Literally, exactly. <laughs> right. So there you go. What's class an act of God? But at the same time, like, don't be... Don't be late. Yeah. Don't be late. You book the tickets in advance. I mean, after work and everything, I do I do have to sympathise. I like... Sympathise. Sympathise? I do have to sympathise. Oh, yes, I understand that. Yeah, I didn't understand <laughs> the word I said before. Fucking <laughs> Yeah. Um, the last one, no shoe removal, except where culturally appropriate, such as in Japan. Piss right off. Don't remove your shoes. Keep your fucking <laughs> shoes on. And everyone's got cheesy feet. Is it a common thing? People removing their shoes in the cinema, yes. Because they like to get the air, to, they've paid for the experience. They want to get the air to their feet. They've been... Such a hard day walking, which can I just add walking is naturally a human thing now. So you can't just use that as an excuse. Well, yeah, I, I guess, I suppose I, I, I sort of, right. So what I do is I, is I just let like the balls of my feet, you know, like you just take, just take Oh, it, you take the heel out. Ha, take the heel out. No, keep them on, mate. Oh, but it's, you gotta keep let them breathe. You gotta let All right, breathe. well, you need to get better shoes then. I'm sorry. I've got to get better feet. <laughs> <laughs> well, they can do hand transplants now. So maybe you can get some good feet transplant. Yeah. I don't know. No. Well, my no, all jokes aside, I'm against people taking their shoes off in the cinema. What if a bloke wants to take a shirt off? Uh, put your shirt on. I didn't... It's not Hooters. It's not fucking a strip club. This isn't America. Put your shirt on. I didn't pay for some big fat bloke to get his tits out. <laughs> I paid to watch fucking the new Villeneuve film. You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. No. Yeah, I agree. That's just, oh, I think it's I cinema. It's not like, this is, a, again, this is a great reason for why streaming services exist. Yeah. Like, pay the six nine a month and do whatever the fuck you want. Take, yeah. Chop your toenails, take your shoes off, get naked, have a wank, do what you want. <laughs> That's one of the benefits of, of streaming services. Yeah. Do what you fucking want while you're watching it. But when you're at the cinema, I'll tell you right now, be a normal person. Yeah. 
being well, just, normal it's just it's being. just like four things just just walk in sit down enjoy it and, yeah. and then leave yeah, yeah, yeah. and don't it's... do don't take your shoes off don't take anything off don't take anything off that's a, that's a, that's a rule don't take a single thing of what you what is on your body off no, no, no like if it's in japan if all, if all people are taking their shoes up that you're fine sure cool. yeah if that's the thing that everyone's doing yeah, yeah. fair but if, if you're here yeah. in britain I don't think I've ever done it in the cinema. I just, I, I, I do it like if I'm, you know, if we're having an after work drink, that's the only time I'll actually release the hit. I won't oh. do it in the cinema. Oh, okay. So yeah, no, that's fair enough. Mm. Cinema's definitely going to die. Oh. Uh, in the next 10 years. It's very morbid. Not completely. No. But big public company cinemas, they're definitely not going to be a thing. 10 years time, I'm calling it. I'm calling it. Calling it. Okay. Yeah. I'll put, I'd put money on it. How much? Oh, I don't know. A decent bet. I can't. The, the, the 35 views we're going to get is, is going to be testimony to this. I put a hundred quid in it. All right. I put a hundred right. quid. 10 years from now, companies like Cineworld, uh, View, AMC. Yeah. They're not going to be a thing. Odeon, they're not going to be a thing. Cineworld, very, very close second. What is it they do that's different, like, in terms of the Not Fuck all. Nothing, okay. You know, Cineworld's still, they're using the same logo they did in the early 2000s, so, like, it's outdated branding. I think that's the only thing they've got in it. But I guarantee big public... public Does games. that matter? Is it just where they're built? In terms of accessibility? Because that's, oh, that's all time. I go for, yeah. Big time, big time. I just go for the nearest cinema. Same with anything, yeah. though, now, high street-wise. Same with anything. Like, you're not going to build a fucking, I don't know. I think that, like, ultimately, it's indicative of a lack of interpersonality. Like, I think we're becoming less sociable. Mm. That, that's, that's why we don't like cinemas anymore. I don't know. I'm just trying to get like big mm. trends that have caused this. Well, And I think that like the cinema is essentially a social phenomena. We don't yeah, like you look at someone like me and I go on my own. Mm. You know, so I, I don't know. Mm. Well, I think less people go on their own. I think yeah, definitely. definitely. I am a, I'm a minority. Groups. Yeah. I, like people don't go to the cinema to go on their own people don't and, but, but and I feel like people before you came along people wouldn't have gone on their own as well like yeah. more and more people are going on their own or just not going the whole talk. idea of the cinema was to go and was to go and experience films with your friends and be able to talk about them immediately after yeah you know? well look American cinema it's somewhere which is kind of more in touch with their uh, I guess what? community and culture, yeah. and they they fucking scream at the screen. Yeah, like, we don't, oh, we don't I don't do get that. that. This is great. Honestly, this is something I should have talked about. I don't understand different cultures on cinemas. Yeah, we we so for anyone like confused about this, we in the UK stay completely silent, even during funny like funny bits. Mm. Like some people will go, Ooh, yeah, that's so it. People will will laugh. Laughs uncontrollable. Yeah, but right. So as an example, uh. Spoilers for Endgame if you haven't seen it. There's a moment in Endgame where Captain America picks up Thor's hammer. And there's multiple clips online in Canada and the US where they're just screaming and going and they're cheering and and they're like, oh, they're over the moon and stuff. Right. I'll tell you right now, we don't do that in the UK. A like, guy next to me, uh, I say next to me about four seats away, went like, oh, oh yeah. And it, like really quiet to himself. Mm. And I don't really know how I feel about that because I, I feel like that that should be the case. The most you, the most I got when I watched it was, 
Yeah, like, a gasp. Like a, gasp a gasp is, is, is amazing. But in America, they're fucking, they're going mental. <laughs> they're like, they're, they're, they're like, they've brought everyone in their family, plus their, 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 Dog. their state chimpanzee. Like, <laughs> it's, it's like, it's crazy. What the fuck is a state chimpanzee? I don't know. They're state, they, they've brought the whole fucking zoo with them. Like, <laughs> so, woo, yeah, fucking, yay, picked up Thor's hammer. It's like, yes, I know, I can see. I'm, I'm watching the same film as you. I'm not blind. Yeah, that, that's just like a really weird cultural <laughs> difference. I, I, I'm gonna in the link for for the, for our very few UK listeners. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick in uh, the audience reaction to A New Hope. Have you seen it? When uh, it when it first well, okay, Star, Star, Star Wars when it first came out. Yeah, Star 70s. Wars as it was called seventy eight, wasn't it? Yeah, um, yeah, and his American audiences right. um, cheering. Yeah, when Luke destroys the Death Star and Han Solo yeah. returns, it is amazing. Like. I kind of like that. Yeah. At the same time. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I, I know what you mean. Know. I know what you mean. We don't. I've, I don't I've, I've never experienced it, so I can't really say either yeah. way. But... Well, I tried to, <laughs> this is funny. I tried to ask my dad because he, when he was, he was born in 70. 1970. Star Wars first came out. When you said 70, out. I thought you meant 1870. No, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> He's born up. in 70. <laughs> yeah. So, like, uh, he got the chance to go see Star Wars and it was fully booked. So mm. he ended up having to go see uh, Swiss Family Robinson. Mm. (laughs) and you could hear people outside exiting star wars new hope like just being over the moon about it and he was stuck in there with his 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 dad and his stepmom watching fucking swiss family robinson (laughs) while everyone was like hyped about star wars and he went back to school the next day and he he just everyone was talking about star wars and he just hadn't got a clue yeah (laughs) wasn't it great when the swiss family blacked up like pirates (laughs) yeah great <laughs> Everyone's talking about Chewbacca and Solo. He's like, oh, but when the Swiss family pretended to be pirates, wasn't that sick? <laughs> uh, but yeah. Fair enough. Cinema. Cinema and streaming. Right. Cheers. Cheers. Have a good one. That might have to be <laughs> You can put that on. Oh, excuse me. Get another drink. That's why I think. Oh no, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you about this in a minute. All right, I'm going to have a wee. I don't know why I said that. The mic. <laughs> I just want to have a wee. Fucking stupid. Banana Nemo. Bow. Most of our listeners are American. Uh, they're actually from. Are they? Wait, wait there. You're kidding. No way there. Are they right. actually? Yeah, I can, I can find out where they're, where they're oh, from. Oh, that's good. Denise. The suspense is absolutely killing me. Well, it's going to take me a while. Yeah. Ooh, most of our listeners are from Columbus, Ohio. Are they actually? Yeah, by, by quite a big margin. Uh, hello, we've recognised you <laughs> once. Hi. I don't, really, I don't really know what to do with this information. Maybe I should... Dedicate dedicate something yeah I, I mean we should do a podcast on columbus, columbus ohio, ohio and facts about columbus ohio maybe we should maybe they maybe that would just offend everybody from there because I, I don't really know because well, we're british and we take the piss mm. i like the song ohio for, uh by crosby stills national young that's that's something <laughs> fuck it <laughs> i don't know yeah we, um, no, we should do a, we should do a, a podcast on on facts yeah. of ohio
Yeah, if, if you feel like we've connected with you in, in some way, uh, <laughs> drop us a fucking and If you comment. don't mind us taking the piss out of facts of Ohio. <laughs> Pretty fun. <laughs>